Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. 13 hosts, a new panel every week. It's time to talk today's hottest issues and trending topics on The Social Dozen. And now, here are this week's hosts. Welcome to session nine and three quarters, nine and four halves, nine and eight sixteen. We don't know what session it is, but welcome to the Social Dozen. My name is Matt Bradford, and this is Dozen. Norma, Norma, introduce yourself. Oh, this is your cute. Oh, yeah. sorry, this is Normie. Normie late. Hey, everybody. And hey, everybody. This is Jesus here. Hello. <laughs> there you go. So, like I said, we think we're session 10. We might be session 9. But either way, you are listening to all three of us on The Social Dozen, the podcast that mixes up about 12, uh, well, let's just say the most popular podcasters in the globe right now. Uh, gets them together. We talk. I'm, I'm watching Jesus vape while we do this. That's hilarious. Uh, we get us together. We talk about what's trending in our lives, what's uh, trending in the world. And uh, anything else we can, uh, well, geez, I'm about to crib from John's uh, 10 second spotlight here. Uh, anything else we can think of at the time? We got about an hour. So without further ado, I think, and this is my favorite part, what's trending in our lives, guys? What's what's going on? Let's start with you, Norma. What's going on in Norma's life? Oh, my goodness. There's a lot going on. I had to put on my big girl panties last week. because I tried those. Yeah. And they're kind of fun, right? <laughs> It's a scary, it's kind of scary as you're slipping your legs in them and you're like, oh, can I do this? Can I pull them all the way up? Oh uh, God, I, I believe I'm a girl tonight. Yeah. But I did it. And you know how I did it? I finally, my son is uh, about to finish the eighth grade and he had mm. to go on his eighth grade trip. So this was his first go away trip without mm. parents um, or oh. like grandparents in the area or, you know, not in the area, but with him. So that was oh. kind of weird to not be close to him and kind of let him spread his wings out. Where did he go? He actually went to D.C. and the surrounding areas. So he got to go to like the Inner Harbor, go to Baltimore Aquarium. You know, they went to Mount Vernon. They got to Aaron's Space Museum. Aaron's Aaron Space, Space Museum. Museum. Yes, yes, which is my favorite of all. And... I remember doing that in Fallout. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Fallout wow, you were in Fallout, Aaron's Space Museum. <laughs> But it's, you know, it was, it was cool and it was weird and, um, yeah, I'm glad to have him back. You know, we got him a cell phone, so that's a new thing, you know. Did you make him text you like every hour just to make sure he's still okay? I would have, <laughs> but they made a rule that no cell phones were allowed until late at night or whenever they got back to the room for the night. So I was not getting okay, messages from good. him to like 10, 1030 at night. So I was getting all like paranoid about... Turn you know, off your goddamn phones, everyone. You know, and we've had a lot of stuff in our history go on, like, in big cities, and myself included. Um, I'm going to date myself back in 1996 <laughs> when the Unibomber was still pretty well out there. We um, we were down in D.C. with one of my many school trips, 
and we had to be evacuated from one of the museums because there was a bomb threat. Oh shoot! So you know, uh, I'm trying to think, trying not to think about that during that whole week he was gone. But you know, my brain. <laughs> Because isn't like every worst case scenario plays out in your head when your kids are like away from your eyesight for Absolutely. more than a minute? Absolutely. <laughs> and you know, he, he's got yeah. a little bit of me in him that um, gets a bright idea, which might ne not necessarily be a bright idea to a lot of other people. <laughs> and he will go out and execute them. So I'm like, oh, please do not. Oh. Do not do anything you're not supposed to be doing. You know, just... Mind your manners, keep your mouth <laughs> shut, and just because it crosses your brain doesn't mean you, you have to say it or do it. So, you know, but he did really that's, good. Something yeah, that's a lesson we all need to learn. You're cutting out a tiny bit, Norm, because, uh -oh. I don't know, Jesus, did you hear, like, it cut out, and then yeah, she came back it, with, like, Unabomber. Yeah. I'm like, whoa. Whoa. This <laughs> I was like, whoa. Norm, is the Unabomber? The same thing happened to me. Um, the cock keeps freezing yeah. or something. Yeah, you're freezing a little bit, Norma. Um... I wonder if, if we take it off. Yeah, we might. That might help. Yeah. Let's see if that works. Okay, awesome. Uh, well, Norma, is that uh, what else is going on in your life? Is that the, was that the biggest trend? The uh, um, the the big woman that, panties. That's the big woman panty thing. I had to you know woman up that's and just awesome. say I could do this. That's I, good though. Good I for you. Yeah, I could be a mom and I, and I can learn to let go and kind of let the wings spread out and I don't have to micromanage and control everything like that. So you know, you're a and great then, mom. What was that? You're a great mom. I, I hear your stories. You're a good mom. Well, I try. <laughs> I try. I know that uh, Sean put me a little bit on, on the, uh, I guess, against the wall on knuckleballer and what you boys like to do at this age. And I'm like, ah, no, no. I don't want to Yeah, you don't so, want to know that. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, <laughs> no, no. Uh, we can move away from this subject. So, you know, and then yeah. I got to see... Um, Civil War, so I'm excited uh, about the new Captain America movie, and it was actually pretty fantastic. Okay, no spoilers because I haven't. No, so, no you know, spoilers. I'm not going to see it for a while. So, but I will just tell don't you tell me who dies. Okay, yeah. That if um, you're into these kind, I, th I don't even think you need to be into these kind of movies to really yeah. appreciate this movie. This movie was probably my favorite of all of them so far. Oh, even like Age of Ultron and even, all those. Even big... Age of Ultron. I don't know. There was just. Maybe because we had some new new people introduced or reintroduced and that kind of thing that made it that much more exciting and how they did it. Mm -hmm. I like the fact that, you know, obviously it's called Civil War, so we know that certain superheroes are pinned up against each other. So, mm -hmm. you know, it was kind of hard to choose which side because I really like a lot of those superheroes. So when they were divided down the line, you know, I couldn't decide who am I going to cheer for during this, this crazy moment. Okay, here, here's where I want to, and I don't know if Jesus has seen the movie. Have you seen the movie, yeah, Jesus? Yeah, actually, okay. I watched it this weekend. Well, don't spoil, I mean, don't get into specific spoilers, and for anyone listening, I want I want to ask a question that might kind of spoil the movie, but when we say Civil War in this movie, is it kind of like the cop-out Civil War, Batman versus Superman, yeah. where you know it's just going to end up with them all making no. friends again and carrying forward? No. no? It goes no? very okay. dark towards the end. Um, okay. You know, it it almost. Yeah, okay, well, don't, don't uh, wanna, try not to get too specific. I'm not going to get yeah. specific. They yeah. don't want to be in this in this battle between yeah. each other. It's almost like, um, you know, the mutants. You know, on X Men, yeah. like you have a Professor X on one side, and then you've got Magneto on the other side. You know, okay. they both want the best for the X Men, but they're divided on how to do that. 
But if they're all yeah. coming together in Avengers 3, then we know that this whole Civil War thing is just like a bump in the road and there's not long-term repercussions, right? I mean, we all know they're going to regroup. Probably, but it's just like any other friendship. You're not going to always meet yeah. um, in the middle. You you know, one of you is going to get pissed off at the other enough to just kind of, you know what, I just need to step away. And, you know, yeah. eventually if it's, it's a good enough friendship, you're going to regroup again. Yeah. But It's kind of like... It's like Zombie Cast where Sean likes a, a show that's really not good and <laughs> exactly. he won't admit it and we might, <laughs> exactly we might become right. friends again down the road. <laughs> right, right, you know, I don't know, Ted and Sean and The Governor and, and then this other <laughs> show, you know, they're a weird bunch, but, you yeah. know, gotta love them. <laughs> Before I move to Jesus, have you been watching The 100? What do you think about it? I have been watching it. I need to continue watching it. I just started season two, I believe. I think I'm two episodes into season two. <laughs> It's it's starting to get better. Okay, good. Yeah. Uh, so it's it, and you're right. Like it it was a little bit cheesy at first, but then like by episode six on season one, they got darker, and I mm-hmm. like where they're going. Yeah, totally. With Mount Weather. <laughs> so, you know, it is Jesus. Watch oh, sorry. Yeah. No, no. Just if you watch haven't it. watched it, people watch it. Netflix. It is a good show. <laughs> Jesus, my man. What's up? What's going on? Not much, not much. Like I said, I watched Civil War this weekend. It was an awesome movie. I really enjoyed it. And like Normie says, you don't really have to be a superhero fan or a comic book fan to enjoy these movies. That's what's so awesome about him. Um, mm-hmm. I was Team Iron Man all the way. I don't like Captain <laughs> America too much. <laughs> I was like, Team Iron Man, yeah. Yeah, and um, so it, it was a good movie. It was really enjoyable. The thing is, it was long. Um, but it wasn't long like Batman, where where I got bored. It was actually long, where it was kind of like interesting. I, I I was able to watch the whole movie without nodding off or anything. Oh, um, but yeah. Batman, I remember I went to go watch Batman in theaters, and I remember just like for that whole beginning part, I kind of like dozed off for a bit. Cause I was like, this is boring. This is not interesting to me. It's kind of lame. <laughs> There's nothing going on. It's just talking and talking and talking and talking. And I'm like, ah, oh, no. Yeah. Um, but I really enjoyed this movie. Uh, what else? What else? What else? What else? What else? Um, Normie, about the trip, by your, by your son's trip, I was going to mention, you know, when I was in fifth grade, I went on a trip to D.C. myself, and I used to live in Las Vegas. Wow, that's a and, trip. Um, long trip. Yeah, it was, it, was a, it was a long trip. It was like three and a half hours, something like that. And uh, I remember the person that was picked before me to go on this trip, um, her parents didn't let her go because that was right after September 11th. Mm. Ooh, yeah. um, so her parents didn't let her go, especially flying on an airplane towards Washington, D.C. They were like, no way, you're not going to get on that airplane. Yeah, absolutely, especially um, after the Pentagon. Yeah, and then my so my parents let me go. I, I, I had to beg my mom to let me go. I was like, mom, let me go, let me oh, go, let me go. She we was were like, neighbors. <laughs> we must have been next to each other because I was still living in Maryland and, and working in Virginia. We probably crossed each other and had no idea. You probably, probably did. Yeah, yeah, and, um, and when I went to D.C., I just got to say I had the, the most fun there. That All the museums are, are tons of fun. Seeing all the old buildings, the Capitol, you know, all that mm. stuff is awesome. I love D.C. I love visiting D.C., but I probably would never want to live there, to be honest. It's <laughs> very busy, and it doesn't sleep. Like, it's not like New York, but yeah. it's constant horns beeping, people moving all over the place, and you got to go. There's certain parts of D.C. that you kind of want to stay away from. Yeah, there's definitely certain sure. parts <laughs> that you don't want to go into. Yeah, because I went back in, like, 2010, and I remember... 
being older and then starting to realize like man the outside outside of the capital in the white house area like the city is pretty bad like it doesn't look that great yeah it's, <laughs> it's kind of like it. i went to church in dc for the first 16 years of my life so you know it's um it, you know it's just like any city you know you just have your moment yeah. your spots where you really don't want to go late at night and you just have to be smart but you know if you go to like the the museums and stuff it's absolutely definitely a must to do if you're ever like in the maryland area the virginia area dc is a stop you need to go and save two or three days just to go to those museums that's right and ride yeah, the that... metro because the metro i think is a lot of fun <laughs> yeah i remember riding that i rode the bus a few times a few taxi cabs um, the traffic in D.C. is crazy. I just remember that from my last trip that I went. I was like, <laughs> no way. I was like, no wonder nobody drives in this place because it's, like, possible to get anywhere. <laughs> Not only that, but when you have to, like, you know, your turn is coming, you see the sign as you pass in it, make a right here. Like, oh, wait, that was where I was supposed to make a right? They don't tell you, like, a mile ahead of time. Your exit is coming now. They tell you as you go, pass, go, go. Yeah, pretty much. You're like, oh, crap, I should have made a right there. Turn, goddamn turn. <laughs> I don't know if you guys read the Dan Brown novels, um, but I think Inferno took place in the DC. And it was kind of the same thing. There's like a bunch of hidden imagery and the statues. And I think he went to the Air and Space Museum too and found stuff. I, I don't know if you're interested in that one. stuff. Like that book was all about DC. I love Dan Brown and his. Um, oh, what was the big one, everybody? Yeah. The Da Vinci Code. That was a fantastic. Oh, Da Vinci Code at Angels and Demons. Yes, and another good one. Too. Uh, well, another thing that's turning in my life, guys, that I just love. I love this show, and I subscribe to HBO every year to watch this show. It's Game of Thrones, yes. man. Yeah, buddy. Have you guys been watching Game of Thrones? I'm behind yeah, an episode. No, I'm behind two now. You're behind? I'm behind I am two. Years. I can't watch them until Friday, so don't. I mean, I know. Uh, spoiler, spoiler, spoilers. Turn off the radio. <laughs> I know at the end of the last episode, I saw a certain someone who everyone thought was dead, but everyone re- really knew that wasn't dead, woke up. Yeah. I did not know that, but I figured it out. I figured. Yeah. That's two episodes again no- ago, Normie. I thought uh, you no, watched that one. I'm okay. No, I'm behind. Like that's I said, I'm behind two, two maybe oh, three now. Sorry. But, but that's okay because I was... You knew it was going to happen. I knew it was going to happen. Yeah. I knew it was going to happen. You know, man, uh, that, is that show that show so good? I don't know how they can make it any better. Oh just... I can't believe how good that show. Is. Like, it feels like <laughs> how much crazy. money do they spend on this freaking show? One scene, they have like five hundred of those uh, Kyle Drogo guys walking around. Like, how do they afford half this stuff? This right? this show is just amazing. Yeah. Well, I mean, it is HBO. <laughs> I'm yeah. sure they have a. They're able to shell out a bunch of money to help them do this, and I mean. Yeah. Um, Mr. Martin, I'm sure, has made a ridiculous amount of money from his stories already before this even Definitely. became a TV show. He deserves it, man. Yeah, he so does. Jesus, I got to ask. Uh, there's a theory that Tyrion is um, part Tiger- Targaryen as well. Okay. And in the last episode I saw, he was kind of like the dragons. He was around the dragons, and they weren't eating him. So I'm wondering if that was the show's mm-hmm. way of saying maybe it's true. Maybe he's part Targaryen. You know what? I don't know about that. I, I don't know. The Lannisters can be part Targaryen because they didn't. They, they're the ones who killed the last king, right? Mm-hmm. Which was the Targaryen king. Yeah. And and then Jaime was the one who stabbed him in the neck or something. So I'm thinking to myself, why would they kill off their own family 
if they had that much power, you know, with him being king. Yeah. Um, but I, 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 I think Tyrion, I think he's just really smart. Like he said in the in the show, you know, you gotta you gotta feed the dragons, you gotta make them your friends. You know, you don't gotta be afraid of them. You gotta make yeah. them your friends, and then you could use them against anybody. Um, I think once he gets a hold of the dragons and once he gets to tame them and control them, people are going to be in a lot of trouble. Oh, yeah. And you know what? I don't blame him. <laughs> Especially you know the I mean? Lannisters. They're going to be in big trouble when yeah, the man. dragons come back. Especially Cersei. Guys. Oh, yeah. And she deserves that, too, trying to zombie golem pieces and trying to get all the little... The little people that they can find so that, you know, they're yeah. killing these little people for no reason just to, you know, figure out it's Yeah, you, it, the show makes you definitely hate her. But then if you look at the perspective from her point of view, she's just doing everything to survive. And it's kind of like, it makes me think if I was in her shoes, I'd probably do everything she's doing. Because she's just trying to keep the power is what she's trying to do. Yeah, but she's selfishly, selfishly. Well, Sorry. yeah, but I mean, that's the only way you're able to keep the power. Like that. she said she said in like season one, the only way you keep your power in this in this Game of Thrones is you have to kill everybody. You have to be the one who kills everybody before they kill you. Yeah, but this job of being King of Thrones sounds horrible. Yeah, right. Like it does. what? <laughs> like you like cannot, it sounds you like watch your back constantly. Oh, it's terrible, <laughs> man. It's just I would rather be just like I don't know the ticket seller at the whorehouse. Just do my job. <laughs> Go home, make a decent amount of money, and just like go to the Coliseum every Friday night or something. Like, Pretty much. why would you, <laughs> you wouldn't want to be the king in that in that world? No, I no. Feel like Cersei's family is like the Kennedy family. You know, like there's a curse right. on that whole family. <laughs> Isn't that awful yeah. to say or awful to think? You know, just well, yeah. well there's that one episode dying. where Jamie goes skiing and breaks his neck. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Right? <laughs> oh, too, too soon? Too soon. <laughs> no, no. But I don't know. Did, have you guys heard of the also theory that, uh, and it's like a book theory, that Jon Snow is half Targaryen yes. and that uh, Ned Stark just kind of kept him because his sister, what was it? I think his sister gave birth to Jon Snow mm-hmm. and she had sex with a Targaryen and, and Jon Snow is half Targaryen. Yes, that's that's my theory. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I actually think that he is, um, Jon Snow, is related to our, our Khaleesi, our, our, our Daenerys. I yeah, think um, yeah. her brother may have had contact with Jon Snow's mom. Some oh, people so. think it's the the king, the crazy king. And, that and you know King's... what? Oh, I can't. I don't want to spoil it for you on the last episode. No, just spoil it. I, I don't want to watch it. I need to get back to it though. <laughs> Should I spoil it? Should I tell you what happened at the end of the last episode? Don't. Well, okay, Matt... I'm gonna take off my headphones oh, for five Matt seconds. Didn't see it. That's right. No, 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 no. I don't, I don't want to take away from this. Okay, I'm taking off my headphones, and you yell, done, when okay. you're done. Okay, ready? Or I'll text go. it in our box. All right. Okay. All right, go. All right, so, Normie, in the last episode, um, Jon Snow definitely wakes up, you know, and he kills the traitors that stabbed him and whatnot. But at the end, as soon as he executes them, he it's like the last scene of the show. He walks off, and he throws down his sword, and he oh. takes off his like, his, like, Night's Watch, his, oh. like, commander's robe, and he walks away. And he's like, my watch is done, so that means that he's probably going back to Winterfell, yeah, where, to where, uh, yeah, where Lord Bolton is at oh, right now. Yes, and oh yeah, that would be awesome because then he's and gonna what find if, out and about what if, Sansha, and yeah, and all hell's yeah, gonna break if, loose. Damn right. And what happens if Tyrion joins forces with him and they go get um, Khaleesi, 
And they just get their army to go across the ocean and decide to take the north. Uh, I'm down with that. I like that. I like yeah. that. Yeah. I listen to that. Yeah, Matt, I listen. Yeah, that sounds you, awesome. You heard it? <laughs> I could not hear I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> Darn it. I was just about to like text you. Oh, okay, I'm so excited for that. I want oh, revenge okay. for the Starks, man, because the Starks went through so much right? shit. Yeah. And their family got destroyed and torn apart and betrayed left and right. The way, I mean, the way Eddard Stark died in the first season, you know, he was just betrayed. He was the king's hand. He was the guy who was supposed to take over. And, and just the Lannisters just like, oh, no, we're going to kill you. Right? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. It's kind of messed up. And, and you know, and I was like, honorable. <laughs> I mean, Ned, if he found somebody who was a traitor or, you know, they deserved to die, he would do it himself. He would behead them themselves. Yeah. You know, and... Just he did things the honor as honorable as that goes, the honorable way, and yet they're the ones that got SOL. And there's 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 also a very important scene about Eddard Stark in the in the latest episode. There's a scene where uh, it, it goes back because you know how his son can travel back in time or something. He can see the past and the future. Well, he Bron? sees his dad. Yeah, yeah Bron. Yeah. That that guy takes him back into the past when uh, Eddard Stark. Um. He killed like some of the king's guards, like of the Targaryen king, mm-hmm. and it's like a big. This is like a big thing for the Stark family because you know, Eddard Stark's supposed to be like this huge hero, but you kind of find out some kind of skewed information about all that stuff and how it went down, how it really went down, and how the story was actually told. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. You guys all enjoy that. I mean, I can't wait for the next episode. I wish Game of Thrones would just release it like. You know, orange the, yeah. Like Orange is the New Black <laughs> yeah, or House right. of Cards or something. Like I like the weekly thing, once. though. I gotta argue for the weekly format again because like I, I burned through House of Cards only because I couldn't control myself. But with Game of Thrones it <laughs> makes you but it makes you like soak up the episode for a whole week and talk about it no. and then come back fret like it makes you excited, right? No, you I'm, have to wait. I'm always torn between both of them because I yeah. I like that I can watch them at, at my disposal. But then when you're right, when it's done, it's done. And you're like, yeah. oh, you know, I don't know. I'm torn. I can't decide whether I like the binging or I don't like it. So however it's presented to me, I'm just thankful that it's still presented <laughs> yeah. to me. You know what I mean? Nah, bullshit. I want, yes. <laughs> I want to be forced to wait every week. I want to back oh. to that way. I don't... I, I don't have any self-control. So like with Sherlock, I watched like, I just binge that. And those things come out like every three years, those seasons. Mm. So house of cards. Now we've got to wait like 10 more months. I just, I game of Thrones. It just stretches out. It feels like a game of Thrones season. Yeah. You know, there's something nice about that. And I think that's yeah. a good show for it to be a stretched out show. You know, the yeah. thing that I always had trouble with reading, um, the books was that he, they were so detailed in so many names. Yeah. I, I kept yeah. having a hard time keeping track I'm reading, of who's who. I'm reading through the first one right now, and it's just like, you know, I enjoy it because i already seen the season, so I'm like, I kind of know what's going to happen. Right. And mm. I'm reading the book, but I'm like, man, they have to cut out so much stuff for the TV show. Mm-hmm. It's insane how much, like, if they were to do everything from, like, the book to the TV show, the fucking episodes would be, like, two hours long. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like yeah. And I remember, um, because I have read all these books, so when, when the, it became a TV show, I was like, yes. So I remember at the end, and this is spoilers, but how long has this show been out? But, you know, at the end of season one, a really big character is kind of unexpectedly off. Yeah. And I couldn't watch it. I had to turn and see the look on my better half. 
and see what he would do. And his eyes were just big. And his mouth drops open. He's like, did they just do that? That was shocking. (laughs) What about the Red Wedding, though? You must have had the same reaction. Oh, man, the Red Wedding. I was not expecting that. I was like, what the fuck is going on? I, I literally had a fucking pause it when it got to the end and I rewinded it. Yeah, and I yeah. was like, I need to watch this again. I was like, because this just didn't happen. I was like, this is fake. This is a dream. I was like, this is a dream sequence of somebody or something. <laughs> it started with stabbing a pregnant woman in the chest. Oh I was yeah, like, Holy like five shit. times, and I was like, what the fuck is going on here? Like, this is horrible, <laughs> man. Like, oh, that, that scene was, was brutal. One of those moments where I just couldn't, yeah. I couldn't watch the TV. I had to watch, I had to watch my. Yeah. And it's funny because. Um, like, I was trying really hard to not, like, be antsy on the couch. I'm like, stay still. Stay still. Don't give away what's going to happen. Just stay still. <laughs> and it's so bad because I'm like, I know. I know. I just got to stop. I got to stop. So, yeah. <laughs> if you ever see me and I've seen something and I get twitchy, that's because I know what's going going to happen. <laughs> Shit's going to go down yeah. when Norman gets twitchy. Pretty much. Speaking of the Red Wayne, have you guys played the game, the, the Telltale game, Game of Thrones? Not no. Yet. It actually, you you play as a different house in the game. Like it's, it's part of the story. It's part of like the lore of Game of Thrones, I guess. It's House Forrester, but actually, you start off at the Red Wedding. You're like one of the guys at the Red Wedding with like your lord, and oh, you wow. guys are you guys were part of a uh, Rob's army or whatever. And mm-hmm. um, so everybody's dying, and and you're you trying to defend your lord, and he tells you no, go back to the castle and tell them what the fuck happened here. So that's how it kind of starts off, you know. You awesome. go back to your castle, and and it's pretty cool how they tied that part of the the TV show and the book into the game. Cool. So it's kind of like its own different branch of Game of Thrones. And if you haven't played the game, it's exactly like the TV show. Everybody dies. Everybody you <laughs> like dies. Oh, great. <laughs> you gotta make some crazy choices to to save some people and to not save some people, and you get betrayed. It's betrayal left and right. It's insane. Mm. Is the game any good? It kind of came and went. Didn't it? It did, but uh, now that all the episodes are out, I would recommend just going yeah. through and playing them all back to back. Because that's kind of the issue with that game is kind of like the TV show. I wanted to keep playing it, mm. and they would take like a month or two to release the next game or the next episode. I uh, and I know Norma just got two Telltale games, but yes. I kind of burnt out on Telltale a little bit just because I don't know. I found the last one I played was just a lot of like. It was almost all they were telling a story, and then they'd be like, oh, shit, yeah, we got to have a game in here. Uh, press triangle a bunch of times and so we can tell the next part of the story. It's like, or, yeah, it just didn't, it didn't feel as interactive as the first Walking Dead one. So maybe they're getting better. I don't know, but I kind of burnt out. Yeah, it was Fables that I burnt out with because that okay. was a great story, but I just, I, I literally, I'm not even joking, I literally fell asleep one episode because it's like a 25-minute... The Wolf Among Us or whatever or was it? The Wolf one? Among Us, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, uh, great story, and I'd love to see them do like a TV show or something of the um, the Wolf that Among Us. That would be amazing. Yeah. that'd be a cool show. You know, yeah. but they kind of have a show like that. It's called Once Upon a Time. Yeah, it's yeah. Nice. <sighs> no, I like that. I mean, I really Is it good, Normie? Like... Normie, I I think I've watched like maybe twenty minutes into one episode, and I was like, "What the fuck am I watching?" <laughs> it looks this? like my mom's kind of show. <laughs> oh crap! <laughs> so, Norma, you like? <laughs> I like the old lady show. <laughs> That's okay. I'm an old lady. I'm okay with that. You know what? Season one, I watched and I loved. I could not get enough okay. of season one. Then I started kind of season two, but then um. 
I lost track. Uh, but I heard it's still just as great. And, okay. you know, you know, we have Snow White, who's just, you know, a nasty bee. But then I, I believe in season two, it kind of starts her story and how she became who she was. Uh, yeah. So I, I thought it was a, a good idea. And it's funny because as I was playing The Wolf Among Us, I kept thinking back to Once Upon a Time, except this is a much darker world. Mm-hmm. And I, I really loved The Wolf Among Us. And. It's funny because as you say, you're like, oh, now we got to press a button. I, you know, I pay attention to my phone for a second. And then they're like, oh, well, you know, why did you say that? I'm like, oh, crap. I was supposed <laughs> to answer something. I wasn't paying attention. Yeah. So yeah. I have David to remind Boy, myself I think to put my cell away. Oh, sorry. No, I was going to say, I just have to remind myself to put my cell away when I'm playing these games. Because it's not just I could pause it. I have to really right. pay attention to what's going on. Well, Dave Finoy plays the mayor in that game, eh? Do you know that? I, I knew that after the fact. I guess I think you yeah. or Eli mentioned it or Sean mentioned it. I'm like, oh, well, look at that. So, yeah. I mean, I think those those games are fantastic. I, I like kind of choose your own adventures. You yeah. know, I was um, always a big fan reader of the choose your own adventure books. So to bring it in like a game mode to me is uh, a whole nother level. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So, yeah. You know, I, I'm debating whether to go back and replay it because I 100 got my achievements on. <laughs> <laughs> you got your chivos? My chivos, but there's one I'm missing on The Wolf Among Us. And I'm like, no, this is going to bother me. So I need to go back and see where they are and see if I should start the whole game over or just go back to those particular um, little sessions and play there. Right, right. Well, hey, Zeus, uh, anything else on your in your plate, on your life? Um, no, not right now, man. The other day, the other day, I gotta say, the other day, I went to a Trump rally. Oh, shit. Oh, Why yes. did you lead with tell that? Us. Ah. Tell us. Yeah, I went to <laughs> a Trump us, rally, guys. Yeah. So, so it was in that. Eugene, Oregon. And, um, so, you know, me and my buddies, you know, we're like, oh, you know, we want to go. We're like, it's the only time he's probably ever going to come to Oregon because Oregon's a very liberal state and he's conservative. So we were like, uh, Fuck it, let's go. So I was like, okay, let's go. So we we drove like two and a half hours to Eugene. There was traffic like crazy, and then we get there. There's fucking cops everywhere, and we asked we asked one of the one of the policemen. We're like, where do we park? And he's like, just park anywhere on the street. And we're like, oh, okay. Yeah, right. <laughs> so so we parked like in front of some person's house. We walk over there, and just the protesters out front were insane. And you know what caught my attention was uh, there was people out there protesting just to protest. Like huh. random fucking things, really? Like, like somebody was protesting, like uh, just different things that you would not think were part of the Trump campaign, like organ harvesting in China, <laughs> or keeping animals in cages as animal cruelty, or having pets as animal cruelty. Just random things like that. I was like, what the fuck? Like, what does that have to do with with Trump? Right, with this. <laughs> it made no sense. Yeah. Um, there was a guy dressed as the Grim Reaper, and he was giving away free hugs. <laughs> like, You're probably not going to get any hugs, buddy, you know, just like the Grim Reaper. Uh, it's kind of weird. Um, That's awesome. Once once we got inside, though, we were in line. We were like the only Hispanic people in line. It was me, my brother, and one of my friends. We were like the only Hispanics in line. And, and it was kind of weird because in the line is where we noticed a lot of people being racist towards mm-hmm. Hispanics. More specifically towards Mexicans. Um, these kids in front of us were like definitely college age kids or something like that. They probably went to University of Oregon or something. Um, but they were in front 
one of us and there were one of them mentioned i don't speak mexican and he was like i don't speak mexican i was gonna ask him like okay can you please mexican? tell me what speaking mexican means because i don't think anyone speaks mexican too. <laughs> They were just being like really loud and obnoxious and yeah. saying like, oh, yeah, we're going to build a wall and all this shit. And then there was like there was a kid out there, this white kid. Um, he had like a do-rag on that was like the American flag. God. And he was rapping. He was rapping about Trump. He was about <laughs> rapping about building, about building a wall and all this shit. I was like, man. <laughs> I told my buddy like, man, we can't say shit to these people because if we start like problems, they're probably going to kick us out, you know. Right. So I was, we want to make it inside at least. So once we got up there, we made it inside, and um, yeah, Trump spoke for like about an hour. A few people got kicked out of the rally or whatever. Um, it was weird, though, because I, I felt for a moment we were going to get kicked out ourselves because we weren't really cheering. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We were just watching, and every time Trump would say like something like, fuck the media, because he was, he was talking smack about the media, about how the media makes him look bad, and they always, they always say the bad things that he says, but they never show the full story. Mm-hmm. And he was pointing at the cameraman at the back of the room, all the media people. Oh, and, and you could see, like, the tension in the room. Everybody was, like, flipping him off and kind of like saying, boo. And, and I felt like, man, if I was those media guys, I'd be kind of scared to be out there right yeah. now. Because, like, oh, you have, like, 5,000 people in here, you know, booing you. It's kind of, like, it's kind of weird. Yeah. And um, they're, like, the messenger, too. It's, you know, they don't decide what yeah, is put out they, there. <laughs> yeah, they're just doing their job. They just got told, hey, show up at the camera. Set it up and just record. <laughs> That's wow. what their job is, you know. They're not there to fucking mm-hmm. harass nobody. And it was just weird. Um, overall, there was not. It wasn't bad at all. Like I thought it was going to be worse, to be honest. Um, towards the end, we made it out. Uh, there was police everywhere. There was a lot of protesters. Um, a lot of tension between protesters of of Trump, like people that didn't like him, mm-hmm. and the people that were supporting him. There was a lot of people trying to like. Start smack with each other, basically talking shit, you know, across the streets, etc., oh, etc. Like et <laughs> yeah, it. pretty much. It was like, like I hate your team, you hate my team, type of stuff. Uh, yeah, it was just kind of interesting yeah. to see that go down. I'm not a fan of Trump, but I'm also a fan of being able to still <laughs> be free speech, right? Like, yes. it's just kind of like, yeah, you don't have to attend. You can't protest a democratic process. Like it's stupid. That's it's against the whole process. <laughs> uh, you know what? That makes so much sense to me because like, yeah, a lot of people. Um, I was waiting in line and and some lady told me, you know, you're Mexican. You're not supposed to be in line. Oh my and I God. looked at her like, I, I looked at her like, what do you mean? I'm not supposed to be in line. Like, if you're trying to get me to get out of line, I'm not gonna leave the line. It's just right. weird the way she said that. Like, you're Mexican. You're not supposed to be in that line. I was just like, this is a free country. You know, like. Yeah, I could do whatever the fuck I want. I could be in any right. line that I want to be in. You know, I'm gonna make my own line. Yeah. <laughs> you make right. your own decisions. It was really weird, and I had yeah. I had some personal friends of mine message me on Facebook and text me and and actually tell me that they were mad at me personally, mad at me, and and they they wanted to unfriend me because I went to this Trump rally, right. and, and I was like, and I told them like like even on some of my Facebook, like if you look at my yeah. Facebook my facebook post one of my friends asked me how are we still friends and i told her because we live in a free country and i could do whatever the fuck i want you know well just because you go doesn't mean <laughs> right. you necessarily support them either i mean yeah. how many people can write on their bucket list i went and i saw a potential presidential <laughs> um yeah. you know candidate you know that that's something i've never done and whether i may be on their side or not i'd still would like to try you know go do that so exactly so awesome. i you know i just wanted to go for the experience and it was fun it, it was cool 
Um, today there was a different rally that I kind of wanted to attend, but it, it's like insanely packed. It's yeah. the the Bernie Sanders rally. Oh yeah, cool. Um, he, he's in Oregon today, in like in Salem or something. But I was like, no, there's no way I'm gonna make it to that one because that one's probably even have more people attending it than the Trump one. Look, man, good for you. You went to Trump's thing. You you wanted to go to Bernie's. That's what it's all about. You're you're yeah. a good citizen. Should try to yeah. figure out from the <laughs> from the man himself what he's trying yeah. to pitch because. Every one of the candidates gets skewed in the media for something. Exactly. So you went to Trump's rally, found out what, well, from that rally, what he's all about. Now, do you think Trump is like what the media is portraying, or is he more human? Like, what was your impressions? Um, I felt like like some of the stuff, he wasn't as, as racist as the media would make him seem. Like, you would always think that he would, from what the media portrays him as, that he would always say, build a wall every five words that he says. Right. Um, but he only mentioned that like twice during the whole the whole speech. And mm-hmm. he was talking a lot about Hillary. He was saying how Hillary and how Bill Clinton basically ruined the country with certain trade deals that they made with Canada and Mexico and, and stuff like that. Um, and he was saying how we are in a deficit against China because, you know, we send all our jobs over there and we should bring jobs back to America. It says and Trump, I was like, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, and I was like, I kind of agree with that, you know, like we need more jobs in America, we do, and he's saying how we give tax breaks to companies like Apple, that manufacture all their stuff in like Taiwan and Indonesia and, and all those right. countries in Asia, and he was saying that's not fair to you guys, he's like, it's not fair to Americans that we give the big corporations a tax break and we tax you more, but right. they get tax breaks and they're making billions of dollars a year, Yeah, and um, it makes sense. Um, I, I like yeah. I like his business perspective. I like I like the way he brings his business mindset to the job. Like he wants to run the country as a company, kind of the way he the way I look at him is he wants to run the country like it's a corporation, right. and it's not always going to work like that. You know, he needs somebody that's a vice president or somebody that's going to advise him. He knows how it actually works. <laughs> yeah, how it actually works to talk to the people to get to know what the people want, and that's yeah. what he really needs for a vice presidential candidate. He needs somebody that knows. The politics, Mm -hmm. because he knows the business. He knows how to run a business. Obviously, he's a billionaire, so he knows how to make money. He just needs to know somebody who can do politics. Well, he's not been the most successful businman. Oh, Oh, yeah. He's pretty successful. But he's pretty successful. He has a few billion dollars. I want to play this little vine of him that my son loved. I I played this for you before, Matt. Mm -hmm. It's seven seconds long. Let's see if it pops up. (laughs) Sure. <laughs> my cat uh, went to come see what we were doing <laughs> I, I don't know man i i feel like trump i feel like trump is a, an expert of saying exactly what his demo wants him to say yeah i feel like we if he makes it to the hot seat he's gonna a find out that you can't just go into the office and steamroll all your decisions right yeah. and b i think he's gonna um, he's just gonna kind of toe the party line like i just i think he's a great public speaker and i think he he does say the right things i i just i don't i don't see him as genuine i think that's my problem but maybe i should go to a trump rally and maybe i don't care because i'm not i don't have the vote for him <laughs> i'm kidding <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> and, yeah. and you know to anybody listening out there that that's, may say like oh jesus is racist or he's hispanic why is he trying to support trump look i i support 
what I believe in and I support, you know, what I think is best for me and, and for the people that live in this country and for my family that lives here because my family lives here. And yes, my family are immigrants. And yes, some of my family are illegal immigrants. And if Trump, you know, becomes president and he and he t- decides to deport millions of people, mass deportations, which will never happen. But if he somehow did it magically, <laughs> a lot of my family would be affected. So so I don't get how people think that I'm like some racist because there's people that have told me, Jesus, you seem like you're sort of racist or something. And I'm like, I'm not racist. I just want what's best for everybody. Right, right, you right. know. You want to be educated. <laughs> exactly. That's the point. Yeah. And that's what people don't understand. They, they get <laughs> skewed. Everybody gets in their minds. They're like, oh, no, Trump is bad. Trump is evil. You yeah. know, or Hillary is evil. Hillary is bad. You know, educate yourself. Know what, what each person has to bring and what they want to bring to the table. Yeah. Um, some people really hate Bernie Sanders for trying to be a socialist and trying to, you know, get, you know, free health care and free education. And to be honest, that'd be fucking awesome. <laughs> but it would cost a lot of tax money, so yeah, there's the downside to that. But that's the same thing too, right? I mean, as much as they paint Trump as a racist idiot, they also paint Bernie as like a pie in the sky dreamer who can't actually do anything. But if yeah. you look into both their platforms, there's more substance to them. Bernie has a plan. He uh, he he's not just saying give freeloaders as much as they want. He's saying we spend too much on other things. There's ways to make money for this stuff. There's ways to have socialized healthcare and education why aren't we doing this so uh, it's yeah. just it bugs me on both sides when people slam bernie like that i'm like well just he's not he's not stalin he's not trying to be a he's not <laughs> right, gonna come in and be cool like yeah. go into your home and take your money and be like give it to the homeless it's it's not <laughs> what he's trying to do it's stupid yeah was stalin a socialist i can't remember did i say the right person yeah, yeah it's stalin right right no yeah. he was he socialist or, no. or communist? communist? I thought he was communist, where everybody's well, equal and, you know. But in America, socialism is communism, right? Basically, like everyone, socialism yeah. is My socialism parents live in a socialist yeah. country, and, you know, there are some perks, but there are other things I'm like, oh, my God, yeah. you know. And Uruguay? we actually have a friend of the Uruguay? family who, oh, yeah, Uruguay, we also had a friend of the family that almost worked for Trump, actually. Um, okay. But if he, had, if, they, if he had taken the job for him, he would have perished. Because a year later, that particular branch of his executive um, businessmen uh, ended up perishing in an in an airplane accident. So it's a good thing they didn't take the job. No. <laughs> Wait, no, back up, because you you. Did I break up again? Yeah, a little bit, Normie. What happened? Okay, so what? am I back again? Am I clear? You're back. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're back. Okay. okay. So a friend of our family um, would yeah. have uh, worked for Donald Trump. He was offered a job uh, many, yeah, many, yeah. many years ago. But had he had taken the job, and this was you okay. know twenty years ago, he would have perished because that that branch of his executives that he sent on a on a business trip ended up perishing in an air, in an airplane accident. Oh, crazy! Wow, yeah. crazy! Everything. Uh... Everything for a reason, right? So, yeah. Well, guys, we got uh, we got twenty minutes left. We got twenty minutes left in our show, so we did a good job at uh, just winging it tonight. I think. Absolutely. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, I quickly want to talk about a couple of things that are trending in my life. I, I'm having a I'm having a child in September, which is pretty awesome. But now we decided to like, why not add more stress? And I think we're gonna move soon, so we're oh, starting wow. the house hunting process and. Uh, we're trying to get pre-approved for a mortgage, and 
I calculated in the last five years, I lived in about nine different places. So I am about ready to just find a house and stay in it for a long time. And the house hunting process is really stressful. That's, yeah, that's what's my life right now. Wow. I don't like packing. I hate packing. Because it's one thing packing for an overnight trip, but when you have to pack up all your crap in your house and take it out. You don't realize how much stuff. Yeah, Yeah. you don't realize how much shit you have in your house until you start packing (laughs) all of them. And you're like, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) On a a more exciting note, though, I was going to bring this up earlier, but um, you guys ever read like the Dark Tower series by Stephen King? Do you know about the Dark Tower series? I've no, heard of it, okay. but I've never read it. Well, so Stephen King, um, he wrote seven or eight books about the same story. It was called the Dark Tower series uh, about a gunslinger. Anyways, it's this really good epic story, and it tied into a lot of his other books. A lot of his other books had kind of the same characters or kind of events that were happening in parallel with this whole story. So this story took like 20 years for him to write after his accident, and it's been kind of a cult favorite. Matthew McConaughey, Idris Alba, and a few other like really big people. So I'm super excited about this. I can't believe you actually haven't read it, the Dark Tower series. No, I I have to sit down and do it. Um, I've been so behind in reading. I have like 15 books that I have started and not finished. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, I I don't read anymore. I'm talking about like 10 years ago. I read these books. I'm excited to uh, see them. Kind of. That's the thing about TV these days. Like it's just it's knocking it out of the park. I'd rather there's so many TV shows I like much more than movies right now. That's like every it, week yeah. is right, and there's so much that it just overtakes everything, you know. And you know, not just TV in general, but then you've got like Netflix and um, right. you know Amazon Prime that's adding all these specific, very um, uh, exclusive shows to just their thing. Yeah. By the way, Definitely. Amazon Prime, I signed up for a free trial for okay. two weeks, and. They- they did that stupid thing where because I didn't say I didn't want to continue it, they charged me a hundred bucks. Okay. For a year of Amazon Prime, what do I get with Amazon it's Prime? Worth what is it. this? It's worth it. Uh, you get music streaming, you get their music service, you get their video, and you get free two day shipping on everything that's yes. a Prime. And the anything that's Prime, and literally it's two days within forty eight hours, it can get to you on a Sunday. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's I, pretty good. I get uh, another cool thing. Day. Another cool thing you get for for a gamer is you get twenty percent off of uh, new games. Now yes. you talk. Yeah, so now, like every new interested. game, every new game is twenty percent off. Even like the collector's editions are twenty percent off, mm-hmm. and you still get two day shipping. Exactly, and you still get it that release date, so you get it on yeah. that day. And if oh, the price goes down, they give you the the new price. They give you the better price. I don't think Canada gets the streaming stuff though. That's the only thing. Mm. Are you sure I don't think are... we get the videos. I'll check. I'll check tonight. But because Amazon Prime or Amazon Instant Video, I use a lot. You know, there's a lot of shows that I watch that Netflix does not carry. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I hope that that's a big perk, and that's one of the main reasons why I keep Amazon Prime. Well, you're a big perk, Norma, and that's one of the Aww. main reasons we keep you. Aww, <laughs> <laughs> that's my segue. Yay. <laughs> Uh, wait, wait, there's one more thing on. Oh, oh yeah, okay, just on the topic of uh, entertainment. I don't know if you guys are watching this. It's called The Outsiders. And our friend Michael Caldwell, who's also part of The Social Dozen, he recommended it to me, and I'm loving this show. It's about, I don't know, where, where are the Appalachian Mountains? 
I geography sucks. Well, is that California? I don't know. No, is I'm it the middle, in the middle of the country? Isn't it like Colorado? I think, Colorado I think you're or right. Something? Yeah, I think you're right. There. Yeah. Well, wherever it is, so it's, it's about <laughs> um, just a. It's a family of. It's like a family of hillbillies, like a like a settlement of sixty like hillbillies who, according to legend, have just been living on this in the hills for the past like three centuries, wow. and it's it's about their way of life conflicting with like the town people's way of life because this coal company wants to come in and drill into the mountain and give everyone jobs but the, these hillbillies are like no we're not leaving this land and then there's like hints that they have magic powers but they haven't really gone into that so it's kind of like sons of anarchy meets uh, mad max because it's uh, even um uh what's his nuts opie is in it okay the actor who played opie he's one of the main hillbillies right so and he plays almost the exact same character. I don't know. I'm really loving it because I, I liked uh, Sons of Anarchy. It feels a lot like that, just with these hillbillies because they they're kind of just like a really really old biker ba- uh, biker gang. Uh, it's a really dark show. It's it's got a lot of really interesting characters. Uh, so if you can pick it up, I think the first season just ended. It's called The Outsiders, and uh, yeah, it's it's my new addiction right now. Yeah, I have to look it up because every time I think of The Outsiders, I keep thinking of the movie with Patrick Swayze. And... Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, and I looked it up and I'm like, the first thing that comes up is, you know, Ralph Macchio, Matt Dillon. And I'm like, that's not the that's right not the one. That's not the one. Hey, one more topic to end the night, I think. Um, hearing a lot about electric cars, Tesla, and... Yeah. How when these like they're saying like in the next 10, 15 years, you can just basically get in a car and be like, take me to the library. Well, someplace, <laughs> someplace cooler. And you yeah. just like, yeah, you just sleep in the car. Like you just watch a movie. Like, would you trust a car? Like, would you trust that when it happens? Will you be on board? Or will it take you a while to get into that? Hell to the no. <laughs> I think it'll definitely take me a while to get used to that. Yeah. I, I think for kids and like younger people, it'll probably be much easier to get into because everything they have is already automated right. nowadays. I like, got, uh, you know, everything from computers to your phone to your Xbox, right? It's <laughs> voice controlled, so you know, a, a car wouldn't be much different. You get in there, you type in your address, you put go, and you can text and do whatever you want. See what's in my head right now? Uh uh-uh. uh. No. <laughs> What's well, gonna be something like? It's Xander's gonna be like, Dad, just get in the car. I'm like, no, no, not getting in that infernal machine. I want to drive it. Dad, just get in. You can have a nap on the way. Like, I don't trust these things, man. Back in my day, I drove these goddamn things. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, I don't trust the machine. I'm not a control freak, but Um, but if if you look at that kind of stuff, yeah, yeah. If you look at the test that Google has done, though, I think they said. Out of so many, like thousands and thousands of drivers that their Google car, one that's like controlled by computers, it's only yeah. crashed once, and, and that, was, that was human errors. Yeah, yeah. Some some human was driving and got in the way of it or something, and they crashed into it. Um, so according to, to them, it's like really, really, really safe. Yeah, I don't doubt. It. I mean, if a computer's controlling driving, it's going to be the safest driving, right? Because they can detect other cars. They're not being assholes. But They're. I want to know what happens when you're driving. <laughs> let's say, because you know, if if they do, you know, they make every car in the country self-drivable. They're gonna probably increase speed limits across the country. 
yeah. cars are going to be going faster because they're safer. They can go faster, they can go 80 miles an hour, 90 miles an hour. I want to know what happens when one of the system fails. Like, what is the fail safe with some when something in your computer breaks, right. or the thing right. just goes fucking crazy and it stops working in the middle of a highway? What do you, what happens? Right. Or what happens when that security gets hacked, which will be eventual, like somehow this network will be hackable. So what happens when like a terrorist, I don't know, not a terrorist, but even just someone's like, I'm taking control of your car now. Pay me a hundred bucks and I'll give it back to you. Like, am I being too paranoid and grandpa ish when I say that? No, that could happen. Even nowadays, I was (laughs) watching the news the other day where, uh, you know how most cars now, the newer cars, have like push to start where you can start your car with mm-hmm. just your key Automatic being near start. it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, they showed some kid that knew how to, like, he was using his laptop to turn on cars. Yeah. He's like, yeah, yep. he's like, I can walk up to any car that has this automatic start and I could just unlock the car with my laptop, turn it on, and drive off. <laughs> yeah. And it works. Yeah, exactly. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, that same kid will figure out how to unlock a. A physical lock too right i mean you're always going to have people who yeah. are going to circumvent the security i don't know i just i see it coming i'm like on one part it's like really cool but the other hand i'm like once it actually arrives i'm gonna have a really hard time just not driving the car i'm in and just like making sure it doesn't and i crash. think maybe at that point we won't even need to buy our own cars it'll probably just be like a car service that you subscribe to and you put like oh pick me up yeah. Like so, it's like the government own all the cars, and you'd be like, "Hey, pick me up at five a.m. to take me to work, and be there by six a.m." You know. Yeah. Just yeah. Wake up, and a random car pulls up, <laughs> and it takes off, <laughs> and you go to work, <laughs> and then it drops you off at work, and then when you get off of work, you get in the car again, and you go, come back home on this a different. This is making car. me more and more Absolutely. scared. Absolutely. <laughs> no, but think no. That's I like, like it. he raises a really good point, though. That's that's how it's gonna go. Google's gonna or Uber's gonna get to yeah, that point. Somebody. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I'm excited about that now. I'm excited again. Thanks. Yes. <laughs> Go yeah, automated cars. Subscribe. You, subscribe. You don't even need to buy a car anymore. You save money look, by just paying a company to do it for all you. All I'm thinking is Terminator 2. Look how much power we gave to those computers. Look what okay. happened, okay? We don't Here's, need another cybernetic. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm in the minority, but I always thought if robots controlled us, as long as they let me just... I don't know, eat <laughs> and play video games <laughs> and just like watch movies. Like, as long as I could maintain my life, I don't really care if it's robot overlords. So, you want to like, be part of the Matrix, is what you're saying. I would absolutely be part. <laughs> I would be Cypher. I would just be eating that steak. Like, yeah, man, this is fucking awesome. <laughs> don't let me remember anything. You're using me as a battery? That's cool, man. Just keep plugging me away. Like, <laughs> I don't want to live in some dank ass city in the middle of the earth. <laughs> Doing little tribal dances, you know. No, <laughs> no oh, <laughs> I do not want an adventure. I just no. Just let me live my life. Have you guys speaking of robots and overlords and all that? Have you guys seen those robots that they were making in in Japan that can? They're learning from humans. Basically, they can react to what humans say to them, and oh. and they're learning emotions. They're learning how to react to certain emotions, and they can mimic emotions. Ooh, that's weird. That's scary. John Connor, everybody. John Connor is all I'm Yeah, and, and, and this robot, this, this robot is like a, it's a, it's a robot that learns from humans. It basically, the more that it interacts with humans, it learns about them and it learns how to speak to them, how to interact with them. They say mm-hmm. at some point, this robot will not act like a robot. It's going to act more like a human than a robot. 
getting it's getting to the time, man. It's getting. To, didn't Microsoft uh, make like an AI on Twitter? <laughs> And they turned yeah, they... it on for five minutes, and it turned into like this hardcore racist. Oh no, that's <laughs> it did. It was it was like an AI that was supposed to learn from these conversations with humans, and of course, oh, but then like the first few hours, it was talking about hell, hell Hitler, and <laughs> world or some shit like that. It was bad. Yeah, humans should robots should not learn from us. We should be the last thing right? that they learn from. That's scary. <laughs> We're making these things to be better than us, aren't we? Is that the whole point? <laughs> that is true, man. Yeah, they, yeah. Microsoft had to shut that thing down real quick. Do you think oh, the I civil bet. rights issue fifty years from now will be like about robots? Like about robot robots. rights? <laughs> yeah, robot lives matter. Or like, my son's gonna come home with like a robot bride. <laughs> you know, so, there was a guy, the guy who actually created that AI robot in Japan, the, the robot that can mimic humans. He says that by the year twenty fifty, that he expects like humans to be marrying robots oh so well. we have a whole nother uh her kind of thing going yeah really? because like they, they say like you could create your perfect partner you have the perfect partner there will be no no flaws with that person That's yeah, not, it, i'm thinking i still can do it yeah never mind no we're not no, going no, there we, <laughs> where are we gonna, sex are you thinking sex yeah, yeah, yeah i'm like wow yeah, they'll figure something out norma we got a few years left sex will always win norma in technology <laughs> they'll always solve the sex issue <laughs> Sounds complicated. And on that note <laughs> on that note <laughs> wow, listeners, okay. leave us a voicemail at 201-762-4256 we would love to hear from you please mm-hmm. where else can they contact us norma where are, where else are we we are on, well, where are we? We're like everywhere, but on our personal things. We actually we have our own little chat thing on Facebook under the Social Dozen. So if you guys want to contact us there, come find us there. We chit chat with everybody there, and you can leave us an email. I'll give you an email address, and that is the Social Dozen at Gmail uh, dot com. So leave us a uh, an email, a voicemail, or find us on Facebook, and we would have. Just so much fun just chit-chatting with you. We really like mm-hmm. our listeners. And where can people find you personally, Norma? Oh, you can find me on Facebook uh, under Normie Late. Or you can find me on allgames.com, Mondays with Zombie Cast News, and Thursdays with Knuckleballer Radio. And come game yeah. with me on Xbox Live under Normie Bug. Normie Bug. And Jesus, where can we find you? Yeah, you can find me, Gamertag Jesus Walks a Lot on Xbox Live. Find me on Facebook. You probably the easiest way to find me is not to search for Jesus. Just search, <laughs> search Horrible Gamers Podcast. You join that group, and I'll be in that group definitely. That is my other podcast. It's a video game podcast. We're also on the All Games Network every Saturday at seven PM Pacific Standard Time. Live, go join that, and uh, yeah, just look up Horrible Gamers Podcast. Oh, and Thank you, you can look That's up awesome. the social dozen on. Uh, Twitter as well. And you guys just celebrated your 100th episode on Horrible, ga- hor- horrible Gamers, Yay. right? <laughs> horrible <Yeah>. Gamers. <laughs> Congratulations. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. 
That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, only prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.